So hi, welcome to the Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Jackie. And Brad. And we're better love. And we have some, some questions to say about the upcoming album. I don't want to make it hurt. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Oh, thank you. Uh it's it's been really exciting. It's one of those things where like I don't know, we spent a lot of time like really kind of preparing this album, and it's really exciting to see that all like coming out into the world now. I don't know, and the and the response has been really great so far so we're really excited yeah yeah I think um we've all been, been musicians for a long time and this is the first time we've actually done a full full release so um everyone's really excited for us and it's just yeah hoping hoping that uh, there's a lot of good to come oh yeah the oh, album yeah. rocks oh yeah <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> of course uh, so is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art? Yeah. Yeah. They okay. I'm going to jump in on that. Yeah, Cause it actually, it's um the album. We were title. talking about this like right before this too. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the item title, the uh, album title is actually off of my favorite song on the album. So um, I don't want to make it hurt is just the inspo behind it is really just the coming of age and the growing up and, kind of just trying to heal your childhood wounds and function as an adult in today's society. Cause I feel like, um, it just, <laughs> there's no playbook for it. And, um, I think, you know, when you're younger and you have all these like dreams and aspirations and excitements, and it's kind of like you get older and, and it, it kind of life starts to bog you down a little bit. Um, so I don't want to make it hurt is finding the way to grow in this, kind of changing society okay hmm. and the cover art yeah the, the cover art was a fun one because um it was um uh, this person named ajil who uh was um someone who followed us on instagram for a little while and they um make uh, a lot of artwork in that sort of um that sort of style here and uh originally that artwork was a um pretty much just like a fan art that they had made for our song stay with me. And we loved it so much that we had like reached out to them and said, Hey, like, you know, can we, um, you know, essentially use this and, you know, purchase this off you for an album, like make a couple little tweaks. And they were like, Oh my God, yes, absolutely. And we kind of worked together on it, put like a little of the finishing touches on it and all that. But, um, but yeah, it was one of those things where they had actually made that already. And it just kind of caught our eye and we were like, that is so cool. And like, we were all just so, drawn to it um yeah, yeah. it's awesome i it. think yeah the, the bright colors is, is something that we're really excited about but it kind of encapsulates what we were working towards you know it's like this head and like the brain is open it's kind of like exploding with like this sort of like face melty yeah kind of like you're, it's like crying sort and, of thing and yeah yeah it's a lot of fun oh yeah i think that's actually like the first time someone has said we use fan art that someone made just for a completely <laughs> different project, a completely different like song release. Yeah. And we made it this. Like mm -hmm. that is, I think, the first time and maybe like what how many interviews have you done? Maybe eight hundred. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> that someone has actually said that. So that's actually insane. And I love that. I really do. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It was oh my God. Yeah. I, I know I said this already, but like, I don't know. It just really grabbed our attention and we felt like it was kind of something that helped us like sort of feel like the album that we made was its own little like world because I feel like the way we talk about our music and like the way we present ourselves at shows the way we like try to talk to you know friends fans whoever's listening 
is that like we really want to create this whole sort of little like this little world of better love, this little atmosphere. And I feel like that artwork really just kind of um I don't know, just really like you said, encapsulated that. Really yeah. just mm-hmm. kind of took that and made it its own little thing. So yeah. Hell yeah. Love it. Um so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album? Totally. Um so it really depends. I feel like God, it's something that I feel like everybody says, but each song kind of comes together so differently. Um, a lot of times it'll be, you know, maybe Jackie will have like a few lyrics and like some melodies going on. Maybe there's like a chorus or something. I'll sometimes have some instrumental like demo thing I'm working with, occasionally some lyrics. Um, for a lot of this record, um, well, cause, I mean, we started working on it um, really while COVID, we were still kind of in the throes of all that. And um so it was an interesting experience because like we there were times where we would like you know occasionally get together to flush things out but a lot of it was made in studio and i feel like that was also kind of a first for us because a lot of the time like originally we would be a band that would you know kind of always get together um do a lot of the writing in person and everything together but a lot of this was like we would get into the studio and really just kind of like go through all of these songs like sort of piece by piece section by section and be like all right what what works here what's good here mm-hmm. um so yeah it really all depends on the song sometimes it comes together really quick there's times where jackie and i both have had like we would come to the rest of the band and be like okay here's this full song like here's what happens <laughs> here here's what's gonna happen here yeah. and other times we're just like yeah i have like a verse i have no clue what's gonna happen <laughs> otherwise um yeah. so yeah it, it's really it's really dynamic um so it's kind of unpredictable to be honest. Yeah. I don't know if you have any uh, no, thoughts I, on that. I'll say this is this is the first time we also kind of worked um with James as like a true producer. Mm-hmm. Um so because we wrote this song in studio, we had another person, you know, along along for the ride. And um there'd be times you like play something and then all of a sudden he'd like have an idea and like just like play like a chord like this the most beautiful chord in the keyboard and we're like oh my god like that sounds amazing that sounds incredible so <laughs> yeah um, the touch we needed yeah it's like holy crap like yeah. i would have never thought to put that in so um for some of those songs like having having that producer with us um i think it helped kind of take it to the next level um in a way that we weren't expecting so you guys are talking like the this is the first time you've kind of written in the studio was there any sort of pressure that came with that like down to the wire kind of feeling? Occasionally, I think at first, I mean, cause we, oh man, it's so crazy. Cause we were in the middle of, well, we were just wrapping up making this record when we had signed with Secret Friends. And um, so throughout it, like, I think we put some like amount of pressure on ourselves at some point to get it done by a certain time. But really with our process, we sort of quickly learned it just kind of became this thing of like, okay, like we really need to like, just kind of let these songs become what they're going to be and let that take the time that it needs. Um, I think we, at a certain point, like, obviously we were just like, all right, let's like get this done. Let's knock it out. Let's put it out. Um, but I, I really think we did a good job of not really putting too much of that pressure on ourselves throughout, like during the process. Yeah. And I think too, um, we had written some other songs that didn't make the album, which is um, really nice. I feel like we've always kind of like had a full song and then released it. And I think this time it was a bit more like particular saying like, is this the right feeling? Like, you know, the intro initially we had a different intro and then it was like, you know, what? I don't think this is the right one. Like this needs to be flushed out more. 
um, here's another idea that we can bring to fruition. And then it ended up being like a really great start to the album. And um, there were like other songs that we like absolutely loved. But when we listened to the album front to back, it was like, it doesn't make sense to put it here. So um, we really wanted to create something that not only we were like really proud of, but something that like felt like it really was like our next step as musicians, our next step as better love. Yeah, that makes sense. Love that. Uh, so what song off this album took the longest to write and which one is each of your own personal favorite? Oh, that's a good one. Um, which one took the longest to write? I'm like trying to think of all these through, through my head. I don't want to make it hurt. Think so? Yeah. We tracked that one like three years ago at your house and it sounded yeah. awful. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> three years ago? <laughs> yeah, it, I don't think it was quite that. No, long, it, but, but it was a couple years ago though. Like, so... Oh man, which one took the long? So that's so crazy because we, so some of these songs, like they had like their early demo versions. Um, honestly, I, actually, I think the one that may have, actually, no, I can't say that because it didn't take the longest. I was going to say talk, but I had started demoing that. That was like a song that started in like 2019, but mm-hmm. I had pretty much finished like getting through most of it by like 2020. So losing myself yeah we rewrote that song like three times so yeah so the song losing myself funny enough when we had decided that we were going to do an album because backstory to this here now (laughs) um pretty much once COVID hit we had gotten home from a tour that we were on like we just kind of just took a lot of time to sort of like just get used to what the world was becoming at that point mm-hmm. and it was like we didn't really do much through the rest of that year but at the end of the year we were like okay let's what's something that like you know we don't know what touring is going to look like we don't really know what we're going to be doing for a while so like what's something that we can do that we haven't done before and we were like fuck it let's do an album we haven't mm-hmm. done a full length yet and so the first idea that came about was um a piano line which became losing myself which became that chord progression um and we went through a couple different versions of that up until the end of the album tracking because like we went through like two previous versions where we're like you know we just couldn't quite find the groove for it Hmm. like we had the chords we had the lyrics but like it just took a really long time to nail down like okay what's like the feeling of this when we put it into like a full band context Yeah. yeah and once that finally happened it was incredible but it was like the first idea that we had at the beginning of the record which also came together as one of like the last two tracks that we actually finished yeah for the album so that one probably took the longest it yeah it did and but I also love that one too because I remember when Brad wrote that initial like chord progression that line he was like, is this good? Like, is this something? And I was like, oh my God, absolutely. And we're like voice memoing back and forth with each other. Like, how does this melody sound? Like, what about these lyrics? So we were just like, voice, like, yeah, just like that voice memo back and forth. Like, yeah. oh, I think this would sound really cool. I think this would sound really cool. And I, yeah, it was prime, like- Prime lockdown song, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like it's, and it's super yeah. angsty. So I feel like that actually kind of comes through, like yeah. it being like a lockdown and kind of just like, Wah! Yeah. <laughs> Has a little bit of that energy to it, for sure. And uh, favorites off the album. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Favorites? Um, I also think that's losing myself for me. <laughs> um, yeah, something about, like, I don't know. I feel like that was also, again, at the end of the album tracking, I, where I feel like we really started to hit our stride. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. It, like, it took a few tries to get this one right. But now that it's right, it's good. And, like, I don't know. I'm just so stoked every time I hear it because I feel like 
it's also one of the more dynamic songs we have where i mean obviously it's not out yet so no one else has really heard it but like it does this <laughs> thing where like the choruses are really big but then it goes into a second verse that's really drawn back and like just a couple mm -hmm. instruments and jackie singing and it does a lot of that stuff um yeah we just got like a little bit like i guess experimental if you can really use that word yeah. for a band like us with like some things like that but it was experimental in our tone like yeah, i totally. wouldn't it wouldn't like necessarily go and say it's like an experimental song right. but like when you yeah. when you think about like our backgrounds and what we've been like more familiar with writing and how we've kind of grown as musicians i think this did take a bit um of a different experience for us so it was experiential for us um which is fun it's cool I like it. <laughs> yeah. I also have a really fun like guitar solo thing that happens. Oh yeah. Bridge. It's and, a like, super sick solo. We we just ran a guitar through a tape machine. <laughs> it was so fun. <laughs> um awesome. but but yeah, that's my favorite. I don't know what's yours. Yeah. I mean I oh, wait, really, actually I know what yours is. Yeah. It, it it's like I it's like I, I don't want to make it hurt. So it's like that title track, that last track closes mm. out the album. Yeah. Um for me, I think. That one just is my favorite because it draws an emotional response out of me when we play it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, I love all the songs. It is hard to choose a favorite because I think there's like different nuggets that like make, make each song really special to me. Um, but that's like the only song that like when we play it, like there have been moments where I've like felt myself like close to tears because it really is just like this growing up and like, like naming all of the hurt that you felt and like, feeling kind of like desperate you know yeah. um like the the bridge they had like the, the lyrics really it's an just, emotional one yeah. it's like it gets me because like um i'm gonna say i'm right now but it's like the um when i was younger i kept all my promises now i just say nothing because i don't want to make it hurt and then like that second part when it's like um when i fall down i just want to ask for help but i just say nothing because i don't want to make it hurt so it's just like it's like this desperation this like kind of like loss but you're like growing up it's a, it's a really odd it's, it's like struggle odd. to acknowledge like where you are now versus then sort of a thing yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I still struggle with that so i think that's why when we play that one it like gets me <laughs> absolutely yeah. all right um so how did the track list for the album come about did you guys write the opener for the opener close to be a closer did you shuffle around and see what fits what was that process like yeah we definitely kind of shuffled around to see what fits um once we had all of well, there's, there's a couple tracks that we knew once we had them where roughly they would sit in the album. Um, like we have the opening track, Healing. Mm -hmm. I think once we had that, we were like, oh yeah, that that's what kicks this whole thing off. Like that's where yeah. it all starts. Um, but otherwise with everything else, yeah, we just kind of shuffled it around. So we had all the songs and we definitely took a little bit of time to like make a few different versions of the track listing, listen through and be like, okay, what feels the best? Um, and yeah, that's kind of just what we ended up landing on with um you know opening with healing closing with i don't want to make it hurt yeah mm -hmm. makes sense perfect uh so would you be able to tell us where your headspace is at while you're creating this record uh wow. internal internal struggle for sure um i think and i think it kind of like shows through the songs um we have a bit of everything you know i don't think it's like necessarily like a one extreme theme throughout the whole thing because it kind of experiences that like childhood loss but then it experiences like loss of a friendship mm -hmm. um and then it also goes through like finding love but then it also goes through like the chaos of love so it's like um I think it's you know it's got a bit 
of a broad um just experience overall I guess um yeah and I think it's just it's been that internal struggle of like trying to feel all the things and not really knowing like where you land because it's like you're finding this new love you're super excited like it's fresh it's sparking but then you also have this like kind of demon over your shoulder this like shadow and you don't know how to balance the two yeah and I feel like another thing for us when we were in the middle of like writing and recording all of this is we were I mean obviously we'd never done a full length before so this was a lot of us like figuring out what works for us like what makes sense for what we want to do like as far as like you know the music we want to write um yeah it's just a really big learning experience and like this whole sort of journey to kind of find our stride. I know I said that earlier too, but maybe that's just going to be my <laughs> my, uh, my my thing tonight. But uh, but yeah, it, it, it's really just kind of what it felt like. There was a lot happening, and we were just trying to sort of like you know figure it out as we were going. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should you in the car with friends and talk with headphones on? Is a workout album, party album? What do you personally recommend? driving in your car windows down blasting it and just like going night front drive. to back night yeah. drive you need to clear your head you don't know where you're you don't know where <laughs> you don't know what you don't know what you need to listen to and then you just listen to it all <laughs> yeah i'd say there's the occasional like you should have some friends in the car like turn it up tracks but mm-hmm. yeah it's a it's a lot of that combined with yeah exactly what you said like night drive you're by yourself you need to clear your head mm-hmm. and you just have this going and that's kind of it yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely awesome uh, so this one should be super super quick off the top of your heads i want you guys to describe this album for your listeners in three words three words each six total no more no less oh, oh man <laughs> um i'd say uh nostalgic mm. um bittersweet um and uh maybe a little bit existential at times so yeah nostalgic bittersweet existential i'm going with that that's got a vocabulary (laughs) (laughs) i'm sitting here and i'm like happy (laughs) okay that's not my words i'm just kidding um i think growth is a big one um curiosity and power all right yeah nice Perfect. I like that. Oh yeah. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Good job, guys. Thanks. Um, <laughs> so that was the hardest question yet. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so in that same train of thought, but with not as much pressure, uh, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want listeners to have while going through the album? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I just want like listeners to be able to embrace how these songs have fit into their journey. Um, I don't think we want to, to create an album that is so specific where it only relates to us. Um, I think in general, we're hoping that people can find things to connect to and people can find things that, um, that really makes them feel like they're, they're seen and they're understood. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like a big thing for us with our songwriting has overall just been like really not trying to write anyone's story, but more so to make something that makes people feel like they can take it and to apply it to what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh, so can you talk about any particularly challenging or standout moments from the creation of this album, positive or negative? 
standout moments? You know, I feel like the first one that comes to my mind is one that I had already talked about earlier with losing myself. So I'm thinking of like another one. Um, and I feel like, I mean, there were plenty of those. I mean, we had, you know, moments of, um, again, just kind of figuring out what works. We had songs that didn't quite end up making the record either. Um, as far as like a standout, standout moment goes. God, I think for me, it's got to be just the vulnerability of, of um, not only putting this piece of work out, um, but like taking a decent amount of time to do so. And I think, you know, when you write like a, a, a so when you write something, it's a piece of you. Um, and I think, you know, when we were wrapping up the album and we, you know, it's like you listen to it like front to back and you're like super excited. But then like all of a sudden, like you kind of just get, get hit with a little bit of like fear. Um, and it's like, will people receive this um, the way we were hoping? And like, will people like understand like where we've come from as people? And um, can, can, can people be kind to like, I don't know. I just, it's like, it's a lot. I think there's a lot of these songs that like we have poured ourselves into. Um, so for me, yeah, that like standout moment was when it was done because you're super excited. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, <laughs> we did this and now we have to share it and yeah. we, we want to share it. But you know, and like when we start to share, sh to share it, like, well, people think it's as special as we do. So when it really becomes real is once it's all like, once it's all done and ready and it's yeah. just a matter of when. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, how do you kind of battle that anxiety, I guess? Do you battle it or do you just kind of suck it up and say, hey, if they like it, they like it. If they hate it, they hate it. Yeah. I think from, I can only speak for myself here, but <laughs> I think I've definitely hit this point in, I guess, I don't know if my musicianhood is the word, but like you can <laughs> yeah. only, you can't really control how people are going to respond to something. So it's one of those things where, for me, it's like, okay, we did this. I'm really proud that we did it. I'm really proud of what we made. Um, if we put this out there and no one likes it, uh, sure, okay. Um, <laughs> that's unfortunate. But also, like, at the end of the day, I, I think I have that sort of peace within me of knowing, like, yeah, I did this with people that I love and we made something really cool. Mm -hmm. And if people don't respond to it well, like, that's, that's totally fine. Like, you know, it's one of those things where you have to be able to kind of fulfill yourself and what you're doing um but obviously you know that doesn't mean that I've, you know we wouldn't want people to respond positively of course <laughs> yeah. um yeah. that's part of that whole like you know building community out of you know the art that you're making and everything um but yeah i think to answer your question more concisely i guess i think i've kind of embraced that sort of anxiety around it of yeah. how like what the response is going to be yeah definitely i mean I, I would agree i feel like you know we all have our ups and downs, but I think more than anything, I am overwhelmed with like an excitement that like we are putting this out and we are showing a piece of ourselves to strangers. And um, yeah. it's, it's nice because it, it kind of gives like an avenue for you to be able to like express yourself and, and make those deeper connections that you maybe don't know how to. Mm -hmm. um, and like, a normal setting <laughs> like I've always yeah. like th thought of myself as someone who can like be super vulnerable but sometimes like when you listen to these songs it's like oh shoot I guess I never really talked about this to my friends and um mm -hmm. 
so it's kind of like nice to be able to um yeah share that share that piece share that piece of you and just um have it written in our lives as as we grow up and as we reflect and as we as we grow we can look back at it and be like I remember exactly where I was when I did this so it's nice Mm -hmm. to be able to see like it's almost like a memory book of, of of your life and when you release music like for as long as like we've been releasing it's like you hear songs that we released in like 2008 and then um you hear songs that we released like every year after and it's just like it is just like a timeline of your life and mm-hmm. it's nice to be able to see it in that in that way oh sure. yeah um so for this question i want you to picture you're on tour you had a gas station for a rest stop what is your snack of choice <laughs> nerds gummy clusters true nerds okay. gummy clusters um Occasionally, I'll get like a thing of the Fig Newtons because I love. Oh fig my Newtons. God, he loves Fig Newtons. <laughs> I, I think you're the love. only person in the entire world to actually enjoy Fig Newtons. Uh, this is uh, from they a fig make, Newton it, they make it for Brad. <laughs> yeah, hey, Just more, for Brad. more for me. Bring it on. Um, but no, Nerds gummy clusters are really good. Um, if it's not not my favorite Fig Newtons, um, it is. Um, ooh. Uh, Oh my god, it's been so long. <laughs> I like Takis. I like spicy food. Like I like everything that makes me hurt. Yeah. Yep. The blue Takis. Yeah. Load them up. Oh, load them up. Yeah. yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Acid reflux. Who? Exactly. <laughs> Oof. God, don't I, make me think about it. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna have to go with Nerds gummy clusters, um, Takis, and then a thing of Tums. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Top it all yeah. up. The <laughs> you got to wrap it all up. You know, it's like a nice little present. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Uh, so on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be and why? A bowl of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's not a bad thing. I just love how- I'm a cereal I, defender I now. You. <laughs> I'm just so curious. Like, what um, made that be first that comes to mind? I'm down with it. No, no, I know. Be. Okay. We so, could be a really good bowl of cereal. Um, yeah. I guess, okay. I really, I think that, that really came top of mind, number one, because KR Drummer isn't here. And Kay, uh, Kay has this bit um, where, where like when we talk about like promoting the album and like what are we gonna do and like we know Brad and I talk about like oh we'll do some like behind the scenes like talk about how the song came to life and blah 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 and then Kay will just like sit there and be like what if I eat this bowl of cereal and have <laughs> our like, song our playing. song playing in the background while eating this bowl of cereal that sounds like and, a golden plan right yeah. there you need to do that shit. And like the thing is, we're oh my god, we're just so insane and like goofy and like it's a thing that like they had mentioned it and we were just like absolutely yes, like okay, good. that that is the content that yeah. we need honestly. Yeah. And I like it because here's the thing about cereal: it is reliable. Yeah, reliable. When you yeah. know what you're going for, when you're going for the flavor, you know what I'm saying? That so yeah. you can't like you get the box of cereal. <laughs> it's great for like a late night snack. It's a great way to start your day if you don't know what to make for lunch and you just pop a bowl of cereal. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't, I guess, pertain to Better Love at all, but uh, yeah. could. <laughs> there you go. Could. Better Love, great for all parts of your day. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I mean, breakfast is my favorite meal, so uh, I'd eat breakfast be. three times a day. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift completely away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So Love. if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? I'm so glad you brought this up, by the way, because I was having this conversation with my coworkers. <laughs> That's a weird conversation to have at work. 
Yeah. You know, sometimes <laughs> just got to keep it interesting. <laughs> um, no, my dad makes the best steak. I'm biased. He cooks, he seasons and cooks it to perfection. So I would love my dad's ribeye and um, for drink, we're going for the, the bury it alive liquid death. Um, It's delicious. It's a nice little crisp, refreshing fruity flavor. And then, um, Oh, lemon dessert for sure. And then I'll do a side of uh, potatoes, just a classic homegrown meal. Yeah. For real. Yeah. That's good. I think for me, it would straight up be some kind of really good Chicago pizza. Mm. Oh. Loser Pequod sort of thing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, depending on the day, it could be deepish or it could be regular, like, you know, thin crust. I'd have to see how I'm feeling it's on your the day meal. of. You could it's get my meal, but pizzas. I feel mm-hmm. like throughout my life that like... Oh, man, I know so many people are like, oh yeah, pizza, but like really good pizza has brought me so much joy throughout yeah, my whole life. That's me very a certain level punk of, peace. of you. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. That's why I thought about it for a second. But um, yeah, so I think that would be that. As far as the drink goes, it really depends. Are we thinking of something that pairs well with the dinner or <laughs> no? no? Um, oh man, it's a really good one. Uh, Hand some water. kind of hand water. <laughs> maybe uh big newtons or be... <laughs> big newtons blended <laughs> ah, <laughs> ew. Ew. a nice big newton smoothie mm. Ooh. Ooh. they'd probably be uh some kind of tequila drink tequila with fig newtons you know mm. no all right <laughs> certainly a uh, a drink that's a choice it can be a drink no, please. I do not. I do not endorse. It's like the TikTok <laughs> where I don't know why, but like the can it Kirkland? It's like <gasps> can, can it liquid? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Parks and Rec. Oh Pawnee, hell yeah, Pawnee, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I would love to spend a day with the cast for, oh, for yeah. a week. I get a whole week. You get a whole week. Cool. get a whole week not that i, I want to ever leslie live... nope work yeah crazy not, shit. yeah not that i want not that i want to live in in like a suburban indiana town mm-hmm. but um i find myself a city girl mm-hmm. but i just i love the people of i love what, the people of pawnee what like era of parks and rec do you want to live in because you know you have like pre-chris pre-ben <laughs> then you also have like pre um or post mark is the guy so it's Mark like what, exactly so like when when do you want to drop in Pawnee oh okay so I want to drop in Pawnee um before it's an important question sorry oh very important no, no I get it I know. it's like I've very valid okay oh, um what sorry I, I love no I love I love Parks and Rec fans I'm like it's like my favorite of all time I've probably oh seen yeah same. back more than I can count um yeah. it's when Leslie and Ben start to fall in love but she hasn't gone campaigning yet oh <gasps> okay you know, yeah it's yeah, that, yeah like the, it's the blossom of love mm-hmm. um and i was also thinking recently honestly like so parks so parks and rec's a great show altogether i yeah. need not to explain to you um but what i also really like recognize is um what i love about parks and rec is all of these characters are for the most part very real characters but mm-hmm. they're not like 
they're all like in their thirties and forties and still figuring out life. And I just like love that, but they're doing it in like such a chaotic neutral way. Like they're not trying to like create drama or tension. Like it's just these, these uh, adults that are growing and figuring out and like pushing through these challenges and like, yeah, there's going to be your ups and downs and your fights and whatever, but, um, they're not trying to create a plot out of drama. They're trying to create a plot out of like the human experience. Absolutely. I fucking love that show, man. I'm the Ugh. same, same. I've seen it like so many times. I grew up just watching it. Yes. Are we, is this going to be a Parks and Rec podcast though? Dude, I would love for this to be a Parks and Rec podcast. <laughs> oh did, you know, did you know Jim O'Hare is hosting a podcast? It's called Parks and Recollection. Oh my God. What? They're on, they're on season four. It goes through every single episode of Parks and Rec um front to back and they talk through well it, it starts out with rob lowe hosting it but it i ends, love rob lowe yeah but it but it ends up coming to jim o'hare jerry gary larry sorry that's amazing i gotta check that out yeah you should i to see that it, it's really for like the diehard fans because mm-hmm. um it's uh i wouldn't call it fast oh. <laughs> gotcha gotcha <laughs> Brad, so anyways, Brad, what about- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we got a little sidetracked. Oh no, that's okay. Um, so good question. I feel like, as far as like the realm of TV shows go, I actually have. So, I have one that's similar to that. Um, I haven't, so I haven't actually seen a whole lot of Parks and Rec. I've seen bits and pieces, but the way you describe that, a show that really does that for me is actually How I Met Your Mother. Hmm. Um, I feel very similar about that. It's about how like this group of people like going through this experience of like really just the human experience sort of thing, like trying to figure things out as they go. I feel like I would drop into that group and have a lot of fun. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah. So I feel like, yeah, maybe that sort of fictional world. Otherwise it would probably be some sort of like video game thing. Um, like I want to say it'd be interesting to be in like the Legend of Zelda universe for a second, but also mm. there's just like oh. terror that is happening across the land every time. So maybe that wouldn't be that fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. But in one of like dropping into one of the newer worlds and like the newer games, it's beautiful. So <laughs> I live in that whole like digital fantasy world for a second. Could be I fun. I get that because I almost said Lord of the Rings. And I was like, I don't <laughs> want to live there. Like, no, <laughs> no way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right um so i have the investing last question every single person that we've spoken to has said that it is the most important question what's your favorite color oh i love a good like yellow but not like a super bright yellow like a like a burnt mustardy yellow okay Ooh. i can rock with that that's good i feel like for me it's uh just blue uh just about any shade of it is it's always been my favorite um blue yeah, blue. Oh yeah. Blue? All right. That is I like that question. Yeah. Thank you. All <laughs> right. Uh well as I said, that's all the questions you have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Uh what would you like to plug? Well uh, our new record is out on July 14th. I don't want to make it hurt. Um <laughs> you can experience some joy, some sadness and grief, uh, and everything in between. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And we love you. <laughs> Oh yeah. All right. Well, thank you for sounds guys. Ben Jackie and Brad from better love. And we have been the good noise podcast.